Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents, a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Here we are again, Headshots by Peggy Presents, John Swanbeck, camera tips for actors. Camera tips for humans and actors. Wait, actors are humans. Let me ask you something. Okay. In the previous episode that we just filmed for later broadcast, and you said I we had a, a an internet connection problem, and I froze, right? And I did a lot of it, most of it, from being frozen. In the frozen picture, did it get me in a goofy picture, or did it, it get me? It got you good every time. I was like, if that were me freezing, I'd be like. But no, yeah, every sure. time John's like. Okay, all right, good, good. I want to just make sure, because you know, we're all vain. And I have my own. How do you do that though? That's a camera tip. Like, how do you freeze? Like, because I feel like my frozen, you know, I, well, because I, I always have my mouth open. I'm always like, <laughs> that would be where I froze right there. Um, well, actually, you know, you hit on something interesting. It's what actors need to learn. It's what our favorite actors know. It's what I teach all the time. You really need to minimize yourself in the frame, minimize yourself and pull yourself in and kind of tighten yourself to a certain degree. And a lot of actors hate it. I mean, I, ha- I sort of do it naturally, I think, because I just, I don't know, I work with actors or because I'm on camera myself a lot, but or I just know that that's good. Um, but it's a hard thing to get actors who aren't used to it because they feel like I'm being boxed in. I'm, I'm, I'm too stiff. I need to express myself. And that's a bad thing if you're expressing yourself too much on camera. So it really, you know, being on camera really is, there's an art to it. And there's an art to being still and minimal. And I call it tight where your whole body seems to be and yet still be interesting and, you know, create a character or whatever. But we've talked about that before. You were even saying like, Game of Thrones, super action, all this big stuff happening. But when you really look at it, the actors are barely moving. Yes, when I show this to actors who aren't aware of it before, they their heads start spinning because they think, oh my gosh, you know, there's no one moving. And yet it's fascinating. And that's just the art of being on camera. That's just the aesthetics. And as we've talked about many times, one of the most important things actors need to um, need to embrace. They absolutely need to embrace it. Um, or they're gonna look like an actor acting and they're not gonna look real on camera, which is crazy because they'll say to you, but I don't feel real when I'm doing it, but you'll be real on camera because those are the aesthetics. So that's the poetry of being on camera. That is interesting. And, and it's funny that like my sarcasm about teach us how to freeze um, without being in a goofy pose. And you were like, actually, you should never be in a goofy pose, Peggy. Just like keep yourself together. Um, that's really, that's a great tip in itself. I like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we did the previous episode. So now- because we normally film this and then I upload it within like a day, but this month I'm, when everybody's watching it, I'm actually getting married in a couple of days and you're out of state with family. So 
there we're actually filming this early so who knows what will have actually happened in the world before before they see this but um yeah so this is new for us because we've always talked about you know we should just do three or four episodes in a row and we never do we're like hey we need to do it like because we're uploading tomorrow, which is cool because then it's really current and it's what you uploaded. And, you know, we talk about what's going on in social media and immediately. But yeah, this will be a fun episode because because they're watching us in the future. We actually pre-recorded this. We did pre-record this, yes. And for anyone who thinks, I shouldn't say this, for anyone who thinks, doesn't he own another shirt? It's because I didn't change my shirt between episodes. I did. I know you did. I know you did. You were very, you were very, you were very professional, and I was just a complete slacker. So what they don't know is from last month's episode to this month's episode was exactly three minutes, which was enough time for me to run upstairs and change my shirt and come right back down, and reboot the computer in hopes to have less technical issues. But instead, we're just doing a different format because you don't seem to be freezing when we do it this way. So. Yeah, no, I think we're okay, and. Uh, yeah, so we're good to go. So we get to see you in action this month instead of talking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So we, as always, love to talk about your tips that you publish because they always provoke deep thought to me. Um, some of your tips are like, yay. And some of them are like, what the heck? And then I have to like chew on them for sometimes days before I go, I see it. I get it. Yeah. And then there's some that I literally text you and go, what the heck, John? Um, and then when you tell me, it's like, yep, that's it. That makes sense. Well, it's also my form of poetry. So there's something poetic about it and it forces you to think and pull you in. Ideally. So what do you want to share one that you've shared already or one that you will have shared by the time people see this maybe we'll do a little of both let me okay. um let me start with um this is one i shared just a few days ago um it reads like this if you imagine it then you will feel it and then it will be real if you imagine it you will feel it and then it will be real so I got a lot of people responding saying, yes, if you manifest something and believe in something, it'll come true. And it's to that, it's, it's sort of like, okay, yeah, that's right. That's of course right. But that's not what the tip is about um, or the quote is about. It's about, um, I encounter this with actors all the time. Wonderful actors with a wonderful process, really know what they're doing, but they're taught to make everything feel real to them. And I think they just assume that because it feels real to them, it will be real to anyone watching, which is not the case because when they feel it's real to them, it's an interior thing and they're just, they're, they're, it's for them. But then they assume that, well, it's just all gonna end up on screen, which is not the case. So I, on camera, if you want something to be real, you have to imagine it first, which I think is the actor's, the actor's most powerful creative tool on camera. You have to imagine it literally in your imagination and then it will tap into emotions. That's what the imagination does. It taps into emotions. So if we imagine something, we then, we then have feelings about it. Um, so if you imagine it, it will then create real emotions. 
and then it will be real. That's what that means. So um, years ago, Sony, I'm a Sony shooter. So everything um, can be related to a Sony story for me. Um, but years ago, Sony had this campaign and it was something to the effect of um, imagine, believe, create. Sure. Um, and, and, and that was really similar to me when I heard that. I was like, yeah, um, but, you know, imagine it, let it come to life and then, and then let it be real to everyone else. Yeah, the point is not to have it be real. The point is not to have it be real to the actor, although that's part of the point. The point is to have it be real to the audience and the camera. And when they make something feel real to them, it usually doesn't end up. The audience often doesn't even see what they're doing. So that's just my way of talking to actors about how you can make something real and it still feels real. So. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that. Not too bad. Um, Not too next, bad, John. Not too next, bad. This next one everyone loved. Um, so this one I published a few days ago, it reads like this. On camera, speak with your eyes, listen with your eyes, think with your eyes, and feel with your eyes. Anytime you're speaking about something, you're doing it with your eyes. And listening, the same thing, and thinking and feeling. A lot of actors don't think about that. And yet, if you watch any, anything we watch, we like to watch film or series, all we're looking at is the eyes. And that's not happening naturally. It's happening because the actors on camera know that their prime communication tool is their eyes. And you can be speaking words and feeling emotions, but everything is through the eyes. And when they don't think this way, if they think this way, it tells us they know what they're doing on camera or they're a natural. Um, but a lot of them don't think about it that way. You know, they're very caught up in playing the scene and that doesn't result in you communicating with your eyes. Um, we should be paying attention to the eyes the whole time. So that's why you're speaking with your eyes, listening, thinking and feeling with your eyes. And as humans, we are very in tune to eyes. Uh, we're, you know, when you, when you're looking to see is somebody upset, is something, is somebody sad, is somebody scared, you, you, you're looking at the other person's eyes. We're, we're very sensitive to that. We can pick up on emotions. We can pick up on all of those things through people's eyes. And so if you're thinking, um, just of your lines, you're just like thinking words and you're not feeling, it shows through your eyes absolutely 100%. It's your primary tool for communicating on camera. And it's not just about life, it's the aesthetics of the film camera. It's the aesthetics of the film camera. It's one of the rules. And you have to think about it as much as you think about the scene or the character, the material. It's your primary way to communicate on camera. If you grasp that, you will look more natural, more believable, more castable. Absolutely. Hands down. Hands down. I always say, reasons. and you and I have said this together many times, you can't lie to the camera. The camera is going to pick that up. It's going to see your emotions. And if you're not, and that's in your eyes, it's right there. Right. It's like a ballet dancer wanting to be a ballet dancer, but not wanting to do a plie. I don't want to learn about plies, but I want to be a ballet dancer. Well, you're not going to be a ballet dancer, or at least not where you want to be. So. Right. 
that got a pretty good response online. That that's really good. Absolutely. Okay, let me shall we keep if I do a couple more? Oh, Let's do a couple more. Okay. This one's good. Um, so again, a lot of what I'm trying to do is talk to actors about how to take their wonderful, brilliant actor process and make it look like it belongs in a movie. Bottom line. Um, which it wasn't designed to do. So it doesn't happen naturally. You have to take that wonderful process, bring to it how the camera thinks, how to create for the camera, the aesthetics of the camera. And then, and I think, if you really wanna take care of your actor's process, take care of the camera. If you're not taking care of the camera, you are not taking care of your actor's process, like you think you are. So this last one is, go read some, On camera, when you remember, you relive. Huh. Because actors have a scene and there's, 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 there's memories in every story. People are remembering something all the time. And I noticed with actors that when they're remembering, they're doing it sort of mentally in their brain. And they're not, they're not creating that sense of something profound on camera. And if you get them, and what you realize is when people on camera are remembering something in our favorite movies and shows, they're actually reliving it. It's like they're going through a, um, uh, like a flashback. They're actually, re they're reliving it as though it's happening all over again. They're re-experiencing it. So it's not just a factual memory. There's something very profound happening. And they will see this and there's a, there, there are people talking memories and everything. And they'll always see this unless it's a lighter subject, but the character sort of starts to re-experience it, relive it. And that's what makes it profound. And that's what makes, that's what gives it depth on camera. Um, and I mean, they've proven that in science. I mean, therapists will tell you like when you relive a memory, like a lot of times you'll re-experience the same trauma or you'll re-experience the same excitement and the same hormones of excitement are released in your brain when you imagine and you remember something that was wonderful. Um, so our bodies don't know, uh, our brains don't know if we're imagining it, reliving it, memory, memory, you know, having a memory of it or if we're living it for the first time the same chemical reactions are happening. So when they actually remember something, then they have a chemical reaction, which is gonna show the emotions and you know it'll show through their eyes. That's all like so interwoven what you just said. Yeah, and, um, and it's, not on the, it's not on the page. It's not, there's nothing in the script that says, when you, when you share this memory with the other character, we want you to have an emotional response. We want you to relive it. Right. There's nothing. There's no clue to do that except that actors on camera know to do that because yeah. it's never about what you're saying. It's always about what you're going through while you're saying it. Always on camera. It's always about what you're going through while you're saying something. It's never about what you're saying or how you're saying it. So I find that one to be very useful. That um, is. That's really good. That's very good. Yeah. All right. We're closing out. So let's story. do another one. Um, on camera, adding urgency is usually good. Playing it urgently is usually not. Okay. Because not 
I can see that. So when you're playing it urgently, you're like, oh, you know, or whatever, you, you, right. that doesn't read as well on camera because that's just like a chaos. It doesn't, it doesn't make me want to do anything but change the channel. Yeah, exactly. That's, it actually translates to overacting on camera. So you're not yeah. actually, and everyone's looking for urgency. Actors love urgency. You know, you'll talk to them about how to make it better. They go, maybe I should be more urgent. You know, more urgency, more urgency. So I get that. Who doesn't love that? But on camera, you're right. If you play something urgently, it usually ends up as overacting. Yeah. So what yeah. you do on camera is you add urgency without playing it that way. So for instance, if I can do an example, see if I can pull it off, I'll say, oh my gosh, Peggy, we're in a Zoom session. And there are people watching and we're talking and we don't know what's going to happen. And there it is. Yeah. I'm adding, I'm adding urgency, but I'm not playing it urgently. You're not like, Oh my God, we're on a, you're yeah. I the, totally feel the difference. And there's a big, big difference on camera. And when I, I, actors, and I thought about that because actors are always thinking I should play it more urgently, more urgency, more urgency. And they just need to understand how that works on camera. Exactly. Very good. That's not bad. You, know, you should write a book or something, John. You got some good stuff here. <laughs> I'm actually, You're finally working on book number two. So when do we have a release date, a teaser date? What what uh, what are we looking at here? I think maybe after the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the problem for me is. Um. The challenge for me is it's, it's good news, bad news. The good news is I have a lot of these to share and a lot that I haven't shared yet, but they're in the vault. Mm -hmm. Bad news is I have a lot of these to share and I have to, so I, got, I have to go through and find the ones that, you know, are really, are gonna make yeah. the book. So, yeah. um, I think the reason that I enjoy um, talking to you, reading your materials is because you come at it from a different perspective and a different point of view. Um, you know, I'm on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is, is the social media where I'm spending most of my time right now. And one of the guys that are, is in my room all the time is taking a class from you. He heard me talking about you. And I think he watched a couple of our shows and now he's, he's in Texas and he's taking a class. He's, and he, every time he sees me, he's like, Oh my God, Peggy John. And I was like, I told you guys, but I think it's because your approach makes so much sense, but it's, it's kind of like when you're trying to get something and it just doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And then you just twist it just a little bit and it goes in and it feels like that's kind of it's like everything you say is obvious, but the way you say it, it's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, I think I, I see things from a very, like you said, a counterintuitive angle, you know? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's just what I see. And yet I hear that from a lot of people. They say, oh my gosh, that's completely different. It's unique. And it's just the way I see things. Though. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I enjoy just having a conversation with you. I enjoy doing these shows with you and I enjoy reading your stuff because I enjoy, I enjoy the way your brain sees things because it does. It's, it's very, uh, 
it's very common sense. It's like, you know, I think so. It was like right in your face all the time. Like, of course that makes sense. Of course that's what we need to do. And I think that, um, uh, you know, everybody knows that I, I'm, I'm John Swanbeck's biggest fan. I just think that you just put out great content and you really have, you know, uh, amazing things to say. And, and this is one of the only videos that Merrick makes sure he watches every month that I put out. He tells me he watches all of them, but I know he doesn't. <laughs> he does watch when you're on because he always loves to hear, hear what we come up with. Um, but I feel like um, there's so many things out there that actors are paying just ridiculous amounts of money for, and they're not getting any value for it. And then there's people like you and I that are like, here, please learn, <laughs> you know, and, and your classes are reasonably priced and you give so much away for free and everything. And, and so I'm just, I'm doing a John Swanback commercial right now. You guys really need to uh, seriously um, jump in and, and take advantage of this because these little things are what puts the edge. You know, there's a lot of good actors out there. There's even a lot of great actors out there, but 2% of the actors are working and paying their bills as an actor. So that tells you that just because you're a great actor doesn't mean you're going to make a living at this. It doesn't mean that you're going to be a successful actor just because you're great. There are other elements of play and these little things that we give you, these little tips and these little nuggets our goal, they are what's going to take and shift that over into a whole different perspective, a whole different, you know, where people are seeing you already, you own the camera, you belong on on screen. And that's, that's the difference that from a working actor and a great actor, like you can be a great actor all day long and not pay your bills. So I, I, I'm just, just wanting to uh, really encourage actors to take advantage. I mean, we don't do this just to hear ourselves talk. However, I would talk to John if nobody else ever listened to me. I would still do this. But Very we well. do this to help you guys. And uh, you guys really should take advantage of, of all this great stuff. All right, John, tell people how they can get involved in your... We, I don't really, we don't promote on this show, but we're promoting John today. Um, um, how can people get involved in your classes? Oh, um, uh, uh, very easy. Um, they should email assistant, A-S-S-T, A-S-S-T, at blueswanfilms.com. Or if they just go to the website, blueswanfilms.com, they're going to get the address. It's that easy. Um, that and they should, and yeah, it's in the description. And, and they should definitely come for a guest session, for a free session. They should, I, I encourage people all the time, just come by once um, and see what it's all about. And I promise you, you're gonna leave with a lot of things you've never thought of before and that you'll find valuable. So yeah, if they just go to bluesongfilms.com, they'll, they'll be able to find me. There you have it. Go to bluesongfilms.com and and connect with John. You can find me at headshotsbypeggy.com. I'm everywhere on the internet. John's everywhere on the internet. 
Um, we really appreciate hanging out with you guys that you come. Leave us tons of comments. Let's do another Q&A, John. We, um, let's, let's have our viewers leave us questions. And next time you and I get together, which will be October, the first Thursday of October, we will answer your questions. So get those questions into us in September. And um, we're gonna do a Q&A, we'll answer your questions and uh, hopefully be having less technical issues. And uh, John will be back from visiting family. I will be married and back and ready to do this again. Looking forward to that. <laughs> John, thanks so much. Um, everybody, leave us tons of comments, share this. Most importantly, have an amazing week. I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Peggy. Text or call today so that we can get you effective headshots that you can use as part of your marketing strategy. Headshots by Peggy, how can I help you? 303-436-7900.